0: Welcome to Bedknobs and Broomflicks, the podcast that talks about witches, man witches, warlocks, sorcerers, and other magic practitioners in movies, television, comic books, books, and just about everything. And uh, my name is Linda, but you can call me the Chi.
1: And I'm Jenny, but you can call me the Pug Tamer. (laughs)
0: Today, we have another special mini-sode where Jenny will be sharing a story of a heroic animal in our Favorite Familiar segment. Yes. Who are we talking
1: about today? We're going to be talking about Bear, the koala detection dog. Eee! Yes. So, as you know... um. Australia has been battling a lot of bushfires, and it's been very devastating about, um, I I believe they said that about a billion animals have been perished due to the fires, so it's been Mm -hmm. very devastating. But animals like bear and volunteers have been helping to fight back and help out with the fires. So bear... Uh, let's kind of like go back to the beginning with Bear. So Bear was adopted by a family and they decided he was a little rambunctious for their little house. (laughs) Because he's an Australian cattle dog so Uh. they're very high energy and they're like, yeah, 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 all the time. (laughs) And I heard that he had um,
0: like obsessive compulsive disorder for a
1: dog. Yeah, like he just was really just uh he also kind of just like wasn't like a people person. Mm-hmm. So he would just kind of like he he was just had a task and he was just like always on it with uh. that. So he just wasn't a family dog. So but for this program he was he's perfect for. So this program has about 5 dogs and they sniff out koala scats. Oh. And that's their way of finding koalas in the wild and end up finding injured or you know koalas so they can rescue them. And I guess Bear is only one of the koalas that can I mean spit. <laughs> one, of the, one of the dogs that can um sniff out fresh ones so it helps them um. find ones that are might be very nearby because you know they had just done it <laughs> done the you know and right. so yeah he's really energy obsessive so when he's focused on a task. He's just really like, you know, because of his personality, he can, you know, look for the koalas really easily. Like, that's just the thing. Mm-hmm. And one of his he's rewards. He's like obsessive about it. Yeah. He's just like, okay, I got to find that fresh scat. Mm-hmm. And I guess one of his rewards is a ball. <laughs> so. But so he doesn't have any prey drive or anything because he's just going to be like, okay, I- I'm just going to get a ball as a reward and, you know.
0: Right. I heard that he's, um, he focused, like they, they trained him to focus on the scent and not the animal. So um, he's kind of uh, ignoring the animal and just going for the scent.
1: Right. And this will also, uh, when the fires you know, subside. Um, Eventually, he is definitely going to be helpful for conservation efforts because, you know, after, you know, after the cleanup and everything, they're going to have to go back to, you know, trying to find more survivors and everything. He's going to be able to help. And I guess I found out that there's professional koala spotters (laughs) and apparently they can still miss about 80 percent of the koalas. You missed your calling, Jenny. I know. I I don't know why I, this, like, what the heck? Who didn't send me that memo? Uh, but, you know, they can miss about 80% and he can at least catch on really, you know, he can find the ones that they mm-hmm. missed because of his talent to find the fresh, even high up in trees, you know, he's able to find them.
0: Well, I read that he and his, uh, the fellow dogs in the, uh, USC detection, um, uh, program. It's, um, sorry, I guess I, I should say that I, I found, um, he's part of the, uh, let's see, USC, oh, University of Sunshine Coast Detection Dogs for Conservation. Yes. And, um, I found that he could, Track uh, rare animals, of course, but he can also uh, detect pest species and quote unquote locate threatened native plants.
1: Yeah, which will definitely really really help as you know we try to save the wildlife after mm-hmm. after the fires, and you know I I just think it's so amazing that uh, this dog that turned you know ended up being uh you know a little too much to handle for a family dog ended up fitting into a big role where he now saves you know koalas in a very very time of need right now you know Mm -hmm. it's been devastating i mean the fires have been going on since october and god it's just hard to believe yeah, and, you know, it's it's definitely been a crisis for them. So I think that, you know, heroes like Bear are uh, definitely helping out with, you know, conserving what we can and getting the koalas help that they need. Um, Do you know what kind of dog he is? Yes, he is a kettle coolie mix and a border collie mix. Oh, he has blue eyes, which I think is so sweet. <laughs> and, but he doesn't
0: like to be touched, right? So not a hugging dog.
1: Right, right. Yes. <laughs> no. Which which I will respect. Everybody has their own personal bubble, especially little <laughs> And that includes dogs, so <laughs> cuteness is not consent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um <laughs> Yeah, so I feel like it's really important to um, learn about animals like this just to, uh, I mean, I want to give some facts uh, possibly about the fires just to kind of give our listeners a little perspective about how uh, hard it has been for Australia. Um, I mean, about 26 people have been killed already, and I mean... That sounds like a thing, but I mean, some of these have been volunteers who risked, you know, their lives mm-hmm. on that. Um, also, the water, I mean, sorry, the air quality level has, uh. is 11 times higher than the hazardous level. So I didn't even think about that. Yeah, like it's I, I was reading an article earlier that They were having a tennis open and the air quality was Mm -hmm. so bad that they had to stop the game because one of the tennis players just couldn't breathe anymore. Oh, my God. Yeah. So if any of our listeners are able to and willing to help, the Nature Conservancy is a fund that uh, has been helping with the crisis. Um, You could go to their website, natureaustraliaorg.au and there's a donate button right at the top and you'll be able to help out you can also be like bear and adopt a wild koala and yeah. yes um uh there's a charity called the koala hospital and they tried to help uh injured and sick koalas and then release them back into the their home range when possible so i have an been... important question yes of course
0: if i adopt a koala and yeah. I go down to Australia. Can I cuddle? said Koala.
1: I don't think so. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> well, I think I, I, think I will anyway. Uh, yeah, okay. I mean, their massive claws might be a deterrent. And <laughs> the fact that they're trying to not uh, help get them to use to humans is probably a deterrent, but. Yes. Uh. Yeah. Sure.
0: <laughs> Maybe I'll just cuddle my dog instead. Yeah. He doesn't well, or my cat. Mister Khan is like all about cuddles.
1: Yeah, and I mean sometimes he has claws, so yeah. You know? All right,
0: I'll adopt a koala
1: and cuddle my cat. <laughs> okay. You can also, uh, you know, uh, just get a little koala push and pretend and don't That's get true. clawed at all <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah sometimes mr khan brings out the claws so.
1: <laughs> love is pain sometimes yeah <laughs> um and the koala hospital website is koalahospitalorgau slash adopt a koala and there's hyphens between the adopted koala um, we'll
0: put the links on our, our um, uh, social media as well and yes. in the uh, show notes
1: yes and so if you are confused about any of that we're set yeah we got you yeah um, <laughs> We're always confused. <laughs> <laughs> You're in good company. Yeah, so don't worry. <laughs> we're in a we're, constant state of confusion. We're pro- we're professionals at confusion.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let us handle this.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I think um yeah, that's all I can got. Okay, sorry.
0: No worries. So is is that all of uh all you have to say about uh or is there any more? You feel like you covered it?
1: I think I covered it. Yeah, I don't think if I added more, I feel like I'm gonna like loop back, and I don't want to do that.
0: I understand. Okay. Okay. So, uh, thank you so much, Jenny, for bringing this to our attention and telling us about the lovable bear. And um, oh, also, I read that he's been getting some love on social media from Tom Hanks and Leonardo DiCaprio.
1: Yes, which I <laughs> love because I know Leo is a big animal lover, and he's always. Po- you know, like mm-hmm. h- helping out with converse conservation and all that. So I'm just, I'm glad he's getting some love from celebrities and, you know, the media and everything.
0: Well, Tom Hanks said that this is a Disney movie. Well, quote, this is a Disney movie that must be made. The star- story of Bear, the koala detection dog. I have to agree. Yes.
1: Uh, I would I, like to see that. Yes.
0: Oh my gosh. Especially. Ooh. Oh, we ahead. need to talk to our friends over at uh, who made the awesome movie Sergeant Stubby.
1: That's totally <laughs> what I was thinking about. I was like, okay, hey, you, you know Sergeant Stubby? Great story. <laughs> you want to add to that and <laughs> make a saga? <laughs>
0: they are awesome.
1: I yeah. mean, and
0: their their animation styles uh, like spot on. So yes,
1: I I love it. I definitely think we should. I'm uh, gonna poke them. Yes. Let's make a, like, uh, uh, like a petition. <laughs> yes.
0: And uh, this reminds me to uh, remind you guys, if you haven't checked it out yet, if you have access to HBO Go, check out the Sergeant Stubby movie. It's awesome. And the uh, creators are also awesome. They're just amazing, nice people telling a good story that and, needs to be told.
1: And if you have no idea what we're talking about, check out our minisode about sergeant stubby yes and you will learn the greatness about sergeant stubby
0: sergeant stubby and the
1: night witches yes yeah, it's a good episode. It but is. It, it
0: doesn't get enough love. But uh, yeah, so thank you so much for bringing bear to our attention, Jenny. Of
1: course, I I do what I can
0: for the world, <laughs> <laughs> for the pet world. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, listeners, please, please, please help us out. We're just starting, and we could use all the help we can get. If you can help us get the word out about our show, tell all your friends, family, uh, enemies, frenemies, what. Whatever, um, your local veterinarian. Uh let them know about bed knobs and Broom Flicks. And uh especially if you can help us out by rating and reviewing bed knobs and Broom Flicks on Apple Podcasts or uh Podchaser, especially Apple Apple Podcasts, it really helps us immensely. I can't even begin to explain how much it, it, it helps us. Uh remember you can find bed Nubs and broomflicks on Facebook and on Twitter at at Broomflicks. That's B R O O M f-l-i-c-k-s and you can write to us at broomflix at gmail.com uh, i would also like to uh give a shout out to all of our uh our friends with pod nation and all the other podcasts that have been helping us out immensely as well Yeah. including yes yay yay <laughs> including For Your Reference podcast. They are an amazing show. I've been friends with them for a long time since just starting uh, Cage's Kiss. In fact, I think we started around the same time, like in February 2019. So I'd like to give them a shout out because they are amazing, and we love them. Uh, Also, yeah, woo! (laughs) Definitely. I'd like to thank Doug Walters and Redwire Blackwire for allowing us to use their song Compass. Go check Check out their music and the music from Doug's new band Oddness. It's O D D N E S S E. Uh, you can hear me on the weekly podcast, Cage's Kiss, the ultimate cage cast, where we discuss the ridiculousness and insanity of Nick Cage, his life and his masterpieces. We also try to glean whatever kernels of cagey wisdom we can from his character that week.
1: Uh, Jenny, where can people find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter, complaining and <laughs> posting cute animal pictures at Jennaquil J E N A Q U and I could post that on social media. Um, and that's pretty much it. You can also
0: f- probably find Jenny ha- like lurking in pet stores asking, Can I pet your dog?
1: Yeah, <laughs> like,
0: I need to pet your dog.
1: <laughs> so many pet stores I've been banned from, but you know. <laughs> Here's that weirdo
0: that wants to pet everybody's dog.
1: <laughs> Does she work here? Nope. <laughs> She's
0: just always here. So, uh, You can uh, check out our next episode of uh, of Bedknobs and Broom Flicks, which should be on uh, the second in Dario Argento's uh, uh, The Three Mothers trilogy. It's called Inferno. Ooh. Go check it out. Until then, what's that got to do with my null?
1: <laughs> okay, it's time to record the promo. What? Promo. The what? The promo. We should record a promo. I don't have the body for porno. No, a promo. Oh, guys, we should, uh, we should corner a pro-
0: uh, promo. Oh, that's a great idea.
1: Hey, we're three hours later. I'm Matt. I'm Alex. And I'm Mike. We started this podcast because there's too much content in the world, and finding something worth your
0: time could be a hassle. That's where we step in. Every week we listen, watch, or play something for up to three hours, and then we come back together to talk about it and see if it's possibly worth your time. Follow us on Twitter at the number three, HRS underscore later. And our Facebook and Instagram, number three, HRS later. And please give us a review on Podchaser and iTunes. And we have a Linktree link as well with everything else. Uh, link, TR, period, EE, or slash three hours later.
1: Hey, that was a great idea, Mike. I hate you both.